Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law, folks. We're here speaking with Jessica Crutchfield. She is an environmental lawyer with McRoberts and Hartus Professional Corporation. Um, and we've been talking a lot about uh, what property owners can do to protect themselves or what purchasers of property can do to protect themselves uh, against uh, liability for uh, toxic conditions that the EPA or the state agencies may come up with or discover on your property. One of the big topics, Jessica, that's been going on here lately uh, is the use of fire retardants here at the San Luis Obispo County Airport. And uh, I'm going to see if I can pronounce this. (laughs) They're polyfluoroalkyls or perfluoro, anyway, Um, PSFAs, PFASs. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole uh, whole number of chemicals. Um, can you tell us what, what those are generally made of and why they're a problem for the EPA? I do not know the chemistry, I'll admit. But um, they're a whole class of chemicals that have been used since around the 1930s, I believe. And they and are used... Doc- Dr. Google here says that they're made of fluorine and carbon. Okay. That's all I know. <laughs> But they are very useful, just like asbestos is useful. It, you know, it's strong and it yeah. resists yeah. heat. It's useful. So PFAS are really good at repelling water, and they're used in all kinds of things. Fire retardant. I understand they're even on the insides of paper cups uh, for coffee and hot drinks. Sometimes. Yeah, there. It's a big thing with paper products so like popcorn bags it can be in cookware Mm. it can be on like teflon on your raincoat they're they're used all over the place carpet um so they're ubiquitous at this point and and what is it that uh, worries uh, the environmental protection agency about them um they're toxic so um they can cause issues with um it seems like a lot of it is with your endocrine system. So, um, but it can also cause cancer. It can hurt mm. fetuses for pregnant people. Okay. So, and and the endocrine system is the one that balances all your hormones, uh, mm-hmm. so that the body keeps working together. Um, and so the uh, what what actions. Uh, can a property owner take if they find that they have a big infestation of this on their property? You know, the regulatory right now it's it's more in an investigatory stage. Um, okay. I mean, there is some PFOS cleanup going on, I'd say, but at this point, um, on the federal and state level, most entities are um, trying to understand where they are and um you know for drinking water i think carbon filtration removes around 90 percent of it so if you are not carbon filtration but reverse osmosis um so that was that's one thing a person could do i mean with since i've learned about it i don't eat microwave popcorn i try to just um be cognizant like i'm not going to spray my kids clothes with um sure you know no i'm i've got a box of microwave popcorn i'm going to go put in the landfill, but then uh, we're going to talk about landfills later. <laughs> um, 
Wow. So, um, <clears throat> have you been? Have you had any clients that have had to deal with this? We do have a client who bought a paper mill in Maine and mm-hmm. was sued. That in Maine, um, you know, like I mentioned, most a lot of states don't even have um, statutes to enforce this yet. Especially, they're focusing primarily on drinking water first, since that's such a big exposure risk sure. for people. Um, but this was just brought under a common law claim. It was a class action against a bunch of paper mills. Like a nuisance action? Yeah, I, I can't remember all the different counts, but mm-hmm. yeah. And and so uh, in that, well, I don't know if you can talk about this case, actually. <laughs> uh, in that situation, what are the allegations that were made? Um, they, we, they had a problem with service on our client. So our client kind of skirted it because of a technicality. And they actually were not the owner at the time of the, you know, when they, the mill was operating. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, there's all, all kinds of settlements in the news all the time. Like 3M just entered a huge settlement because they mm-hmm. make them. Um, and, um, you know, they're responsible for bringing them into the environment into existence mm-hmm. yeah they didn't exist in nature correct it's a man-made chemical darn okay <laughs> um the the uh, yes you reminded me of one of my cases where i had a petitioner and they were trying to serve the respondent and the respondent had sued somewhere else and was trying to serve the petitioner and we had a dueling uh Uh, process servers and (laughs) they finally were it was finally resolved when uh, my process server jumped down some stairs and slapped (laughs) the petition and the papers on the hood of the car of the opposing party as they were trying to drive away and the judge decided that they were we got the service first so (laughs) That's uh, those can be exciting, folks. Uh, well, we're we're here at Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We're talking with Jessica Crutchfield. She's an environmental lawyer who lives here in San Luis Obispo County. And um, one one of the things that uh, I was curious about was what brought you here. My husband is a professor at Cal Poly. Ah, what so does we- what does he teach? Uh, he is in the School of Education, so he teaches people to be special education teachers. Very good. And you're actually able to practice with your firm in Kansas City, Missouri, from remotely from here. Is, is yeah. That... I I was already licensed in California, um, so it wasn't too much extra. Well, just licensed just in California, you... I, I've never seen anyone who wanted to take so many bar exams. <laughs> uh, Ms. Crutchfield, folks, is licensed in California, Kansas, Missouri, Washington. That's it. <laughs> and there's some other indication here about the asbestos abatement project designer. Yes, I um, I could technically design an asbestos abatement project. I took a training for that because we have clients that... Um, you know, are demolishing buildings and have to deal with asbestos. So well, sure. I, I don't actually design projects, but it was informative to <clears throat> understand, you know, how it works. Well, it, it, it can be. Um, you know, I, our family has some industrial property um, in 
the great city of Guadalupe, mm-hmm. and we had to uh, re-roof, and uh, so I got to work with the guys that were taking off all the asbestos from 1934 on, mm-hmm. and a, a very useful product. Mm-hmm. Uh, it lasted a long time, but uh, also very dangerous. So um, when 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 you're representing a major developer um, and they're looking at what they're going to have to deal with as they redevelop property. Um, do, do you ever find that folks are trying to do that on a landfill? Yeah, you know, it's something that I keep seeing more and more. It's It sounds crazy that people would want to build on a landfill, but um, for instance, in the Bay Area, there's a lot of great real estate, um, you know, near a lot of other good um, amenities and um, back in the day um, the practice was actually to put trash in the bay and cover it with mud um, oh my. <laughs> in 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 um, metal and then cover it with mud uh, like caging uh-huh. um, so there are a lot of um, landfills on the coastline which is like nice coastline um, that people want to redevelop um, and I have a project now, another one where um, this is in Arizona, but um, it's the uh, the plans are for multifamily to go onto a former landfill, which is a little bit scary since you know that's a sensitive use. People are going to be living there. But, sure. Um, yeah. What what yeah. what kinds of things can the developer do to make sure that uh, that when they build on a landfill that it is habitable? Well. Um, it would actually require a lot of agency oversight. So you'd have to have um, a case with basically the water board and the, this is in California, the Department of Toxic Substances Control or the local agency that they're delegating authority to. Um, But some of the main things they're going to look out for are methane. So as um, organic material breaks down, it off-gasses methane and methane can explode. Um, Yes. Well, folks, you're listening to uh, Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We're talking with Jessica Crutchfield about some very interesting things that might affect your property. Stay tuned right after this break.